Right, exactly. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Yes Have Some Podcast. Joining us tonight, myself, Abigail, Jacob Walsh. As always, whoa, extreme close-up. All the way. This is an international guest, by the way. All the way from somewhere in Canada. I'm sure he's going to tell us where. Ben Eady worked on Ghostbusters Afterlife, quickly becoming a fan favorite in the prop community. Uh, ben, how are you doing? How how I, has it been now that the movie's out? To talk to me, man. I gotta I gotta know what's going oh, on. Oh, dude, like um, I, when the movie came out, it was like a pressure relief because like you, normally you're doing a show, and from the time that you finish shooting till the time it's in theaters, usually six months, maybe a year. Um, two years to bottle up all these stories. Oh, you're you're like a pressure cooker, man. You just want to go. Oh my god, did this happen? Did that happen? Oh, you should see it over there. This and you're just like, uh. so, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, yeah. it's pretty nice. Uh, I can't imagine. I mean, I know what it's been like just waiting for the movie as as mm-hmm. fans and as uh, and as you know as people who cover Ghostbusters uh, very in depth. It was like, you know, the first trailer came out and then we were like, we had this whole plan, like six months of buildup and then this movie's going to be out and that turned into like over two years and yeah. I don't even know where we are. I'm surprised we survived. So, uh, but I'm glad we're all here and I'm, I'm really thankful for you to join us tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, glad the movie's out too. And that you can- oh my God. And it's so good too, because like, you know, I don't get to see the final cut or anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So I saw it like even you guys saw it before me. I was so freaking jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah. you know, I was by the end of it, I think the only thing didn't keep my face from turning into a fire hydrant with that was very badly damaged was the fact that I, I got to read the script like 400 times and it, I got to oh. build up that callus necessary okay. to be able to get to the end scene. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to, I want to talk about that and how you got involved in everything. And I think uh, for those who don't know, like you, you've probably seen, if you've been paying attention to Ghostbusters for the last little while, I think you've probably seen Ben, you know, you were in the Adam Savage, you know, build videos yeah. working on the, you know, his proton pack and, I think the first time you kind of came on our radar was around the time, uh, I think it was about 30 years ago when the Spangler wand came out. Uh, it feels that <laughs> dude, way. dude I, I know I'm old, but I'm not that old. Okay, yeah, that <laughs> uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to piece together. That had to be like late summer, fall yeah. of 2019. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they had come on set and, did all the measurements for the props or for the, for the wand yeah. and everything. And then I know you did an interview with uh, ghostbusters news and mm-hmm. right, right from there, I was like, this is going to be somebody we're going to have to talk to at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess we're well, we all s- have issues. <laughs> God, yes. we, do we have to talk about ghostbusters anymore? I, I've got I other a therapy things. session. Uh, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I guess starting there, what, you know, what exactly is your title? Uh, well, actually, before we get to that, how, how did you get into this this world of props? Because it's kind of a unique job. Yeah, how'd you crossover? You know, and and here's it, it's a bit of a long story, but here's the I'll give you the short short little run, and if you want me to go into details, is I worked, um, I I was in the infantry, went to college, I ended up being aeronautical engineering, or getting into that, um, worked on aircraft, and then, um. It was, I was bouncing from job to job. So I decided, well, if I'm going to bounce, I might as well just have my own company. And I, I started a consulting company and I did that for like 15 years. 
And I was, I'll be at the end of sort of my consulting. I was miserable. My wife was like, you know, you, you, you got to find something else because you're, you're, you're not nice to live with anymore. Right. So um, a friend of mine at a makerspace, I, you know, I'm always making stuff. Right. And, and she's like, well, she was working on the revenant. And, um, and hmm. I was talking about that saying it must be really cool. And she's like, you know, my boss is looking for an engineer. And uh, for a big project, you know, can't say it's movies and stuff. Do you mind if I give him your number? And of course I said, sure. And this guy calls me up and he says, so first thing is I need you to send me a resume. And I'm like, well, I haven't made one in years, but okay, I'll, I'll get your resume. And then he's like, let me ask you a few questions. And about 15 minutes later, I didn't have to send him a resume. He goes, I'm flying out to Vancouver. Uh, I'll send you the tickets Monday. Does that work for you? And I'm like, but I have other clients. And he's like, I don't care how much it will cost to buy them out. I was like, uh, okay. Okay. So I fly That's in, awesome. I fly into this place and, and, uh, I'm like, you know, get off the aircraft and I'm, his assistant picks me up and then I'm like, okay, somebody tell me what's going on. And she's like, okay, well, you're far <laughs> enough into this. You're far enough into this. Um, we're doing Star Trek, uh, the next Star Trek movie. And I'm like, <laughs> she's oh, like, that's amazing. Ben, Ben, Ben. I'm like, what? Oh yeah. Okay. Now, which I'm yeah. trying to get a frame, frame of reference, which was this the first JJ Abrams? Uh, no, it was uh, the Star Trek Beyond. So it would have been the last one. The okay. last one. Okay, gotcha, yeah. guys. Okay, and gotcha, guys. So Star then, Trek alone. It's very yeah. exciting. Oh, yeah. But so, you know, I ended up doing like, you know, they gave me sort of like a little trial engineering project. And then I ended up designing two of the largest rotating sets ever made in movie history. Like 1,600 horsepower motors. Um, it, man, I'm diving down a deep hole. You can no, stop. I love it. It. No, no, this is, we eat this so, up. Absolutely. The less but, I have uh, to talk, is better. You know, it's better for me, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better for I the know. listeners, for sure. <laughs> I think okay, it's do you want to put in your content? Out. Because I could go into a bunch All of right. more. Now, <laughs> yeah, we'd love that. Now, Gene Roddenberry uh, invented Star Trek. Tell us about that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm a nerd, but I'm Now, not. which captain are we talking? You know, <laughs> yes. Are you a Picard? Are you a Janeway? What Picard, are we Picard, Picard. See, this is this is what this is what kind of scares me about all this is I'm I fit in in the whole nerd genre, but I'm the maker nerd. I'm the guy that builds things. And honestly, I don't watch that many movies or TV and stuff because I'd rather be out like burning myself or sitting on an angle grinder or doing something. And so a lot of these, the trivia side of stuff, I really appreciate. I try to absorb it, but right. you know, um, I can tell you how to establish the wind drag of pretty much anything in a few minutes, just off the top of my head. That's my skill. I can't tell you like, even <laughs> I, I know the main actor for, for Star Trek was Chris. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I honestly, Chris I don't know. Pines. Pines. I love that. Okay, I got it. Yes. What so, you're saying is you're more of a Jordy LaForge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. dude. So, engineer. Yeah. Okay. Engineer. There it is. That's yeah. so Engineered. cool. You said it wrong. Uh, engineered. Oh. Okay. Oh, so okay. you, you get off the plane. You've now flown somewhere. You get off yeah. the plane. Luckily, they didn't just murder you. <laughs> they, they offered you the you got the job. Yep. You did Star Trek. And then from then is it just you're you're now this is and, this is your skill set? You're in the movie business? Well, here's here's the thing with movies is um number one is it your skill set is important. There's a lot of exceptionally skilled people on set. But in some ways, it's more important that you just get along with everybody because you don't have time for drama. You don't like it, it still happens, but you don't have time for that. So you need to be part of the team. So number one is I fit in with all these people because like they were all just freaking nerds like I was, but more on the engineering side or the mechanic side. So it worked out really well. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they 
I'm, I'm the kind of person, if you, if you look at LinkedIn from years ago, there was one guy that said that like, as soon as everybody else says, no, you need to give Ben a call. Cause like he won't. And, and I always say yes, but the problem is it usually gets me in trouble, but <laughs> I, I get things done. Right. You know, Mm-hmm. Um, like for the rotating set, you know, I ended up doing some calculations, figured out to rotate these sets. We need 1600 horsepower to rotate these sets. Mm-hmm. And so from stuff I've done in oil and gas, when I was doing consulting, um, I knew what motor to get. So I, I went to my boss and I'm like, okay, well, here's the motors, but, um, they're 250 grand a piece. And I'm thinking he's going to be like, yeah, forget it. No we're way. done. Right. And he looks at me, he's like, awesome. Buy two. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Fantasy that, budget. That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. And, and and it worked. So the fact that it worked and I got along with the guys in the shop meant that other people call me up and I've I've been working ever since. I I um I usually you have to take breaks, but I, I don't lack for work and I don't mean it to sound like bragging, but I do I do well enough and get along with enough people that I just they they call me up and it's 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 awesome that way because it makes you feel like you're part of something and mm-hmm. as fellow nerds you, when you find your niche and you fit in it's just like oh thank god because it's amazing this, yeah oh, because you, you you spend like your your childhood going like nobody is as fucked up in the head as i am yeah. <laughs> nobody builds little cities in their living room dude i i <laughs> built bombs in chemistry you know i got yeah like, i i like literally i nitrated glycerin and i had a, a beaker of like nitro glycerin in chem yeah. class and my teacher's like yeah, yeah. So after, after he ripped me a new one and i was in trouble he's like okay you got some chops so let's teach you some stuff but he's like, uh, i need to supervise right so right yeah. exactly yeah. it's that it's like paul rudd like okay yeah. you know what you're doing oh Put the bomb down. impressed yes <laughs> no the the line in the movie when i first read it was the um it's uh, uh, was it the safety pin, the safety pin going into the nipple? Through the nipple. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I'm just like, I love that. Yes. <laughs> funny. Yeah. That's a great yeah. one. So you do star Trek, you pick up other project projects yeah. along the lines. What? Not annoying on set that. I yeah. Know. You're, you're getting along with people, which by the way, that's just good life advice. Like try mm-hmm. to get along with people. Like I've been talking about it lately. Surround yourself yeah. with, you know, nice, normal, creative people, and yeah. you'll, you'll you'll do some stuff. And um, it's tough though. Like there there are times you got to try. Like you, know, I've I've worked with people that there was one engineering company years ago. This guy and I hated each other. We couldn't stand <laughs> each other. But but we also knew that there was something weird and magical about having us in the same room because we could get things done that nobody else could. I think a lot of it had to do with I want to spend the least amount of time in this room with you. So let's solve let's this get it now <laughs> so I can leave. <laughs> That's very funny. Like the beginning of so every. What's his name? Just kidding. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> and by the way, joining us I'm from Vancouver. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the beginning of every workday. You just like handcuff yourself to each other. Like we need to do this as quickly as possible. Oh, totally. Um, totally. Yeah. So, so obviously, I, I'm I'm getting the sense that uh, you had some interest in Ghostbusters in general. Like, were you a fan oh, of the movies God. growing up? I like, imagine. Yeah. You had to be. Yeah. You know, a- I I was what twelve years old when in eighty. Yeah, I was twelve years old in eighty four, and I remember when it came out. Um, lived in a small town, so we would see stuff playing in the big city but we'd have to wait like months maybe even six months until it would actually come to the small town theater and i was just like i gotta see this thing it sounds so good (laughs) and then when i saw it you know you i I think i was on a high for a week of adrenaline thinking i'm gonna catch ghosts and all this (laughs) you know researching paranormal i'm I'm, i've checked out every paranormal book from the library for the next two months um i even went as far like you we weren't the the best to do family it's not like we were destitute but like it's not like i could have made a proton pack or bought some 
some of the toys. So I made my own PKE meter. I just out of cardboard and had uh, this this cord going up to run these two arms up. And I don't even have pictures of it. I just remember it. And I, even when I'm looking back, I'm like, oh, it was horrible. But lovely. No, it sounds time, great. Right? It's better than what I can make now. The so. creativity, imagination, and all that. It's like it led you to what you're doing. That's yeah, that's exactly. very cool. I relate to Who that. knew that fucking around as a kid for so many years could pay off so well in adulthood? I know. Maybe yeah, that, exactly. Because hey, you, well, you can't teach too? that to people. Like, that's just something very innate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of within you, clearly. And your passion, yeah. you could your, your your passion and enthusiasm kind of radiates, and I think that's why it's mm. part of the reason why I think you're a perfect fit to be not only working on the actual props and maintaining the props on set, but um, you know, you you you've kind of become a little bit of a a, a known face because you're doing it, the Adam Savage videos. Like you've got it's not weird, everybody, man. Not everybody <laughs> has that. Like yeah, no. it's a dynamic, you know, unique place like, to be jake yeah. you know this like we work with people like yeah. you, you could be the smartest most innovative person in the world but you put a camera on you and you might freeze like just freeze have, up yeah people yeah legit a, we understand it's a whole thing yeah yeah um so the part where i just stare blakely at the camera for the next five right <laughs> um <laughs> it's like guys <laughs> he hasn't said anything in a while i um, have i have moist eyes i can keep them open for hours <laughs> that is the second night in a row the word moist was used on this show oh my god that's how logan described his uh his oh, suit with all the prosthetic oh my god that was such a great time and that kid yeah dude that scene he he did like i don't know how many cuts they did for that so he's in the back flailing around like an idiot screaming his <laughs> lungs out literally losing his voice and they're like can you do another one? I think so. He gets in there and boom, right back to ah! you're That's like, so oh my great. god, he is such a pro. And they yeah. keep the one line. I've got my own problems. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. awesome. So, so Ben, when does when does uh, uh the new Ghostbusters movie get on your radar? Are you? Because uh, I'm always I'm into timelines, right? Like I'm still trying to piece together when they wrote this script how much pre-production was done before they right. even like, you know, announced uh, or did the, that first teaser trailer. So when does yeah. it first come on your radar? Are you finding out yeah. the same time as everybody else? No, no. Um, so I was a really late addition. So um, what ended up happening is they, they come to Calgary. Um, usually. So the movie industry in Calgary until Ghostbusters came was all but dead. I wouldn't say dead, but like, you know, nothing really big really came here. Um, and, you know, you can look at government tax credits and all this other stuff and go into the nuance, whatever. But um, so they come to town and I usually fly out to Vancouver and work there for like six months. And I come back every two weeks to visit my family. And, you know, my, my wife works um, sort of in an executive like position in, in the city. So, you know, our kids and our family suffering because dad's never home. Mom's always busy. Um, so, I was taking a break and I'm thinking, God, it'd be nice to work here in town. And then I hear these rumors that the Ghostbusters is coming to town. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe. So I, I, I call up some people at the local union. You got to remember that I'm part of the union out in Vancouver, not in Calgary. So I don't really know anybody here in town. And um, so I call up a couple of people and say, hey, you know, do you know anybody that needs anything? And I end up getting a hold of the, the special effects. So little side story is that until Ghostbusters happened, I never touched props. I might have helped animate them and, and move them around but i i'm a special effects guy mm -hmm. and um just just by happenstance so come in this story is I, I go to the special effects and they go well we've got all these uh props but we're in a you know like a one horse town this is redneck central so like anybody who works <laughs> in the movies are like gun people and they can do westerns but they you know you give them some complex electronic stuff and they're like 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah. they're, they're all confused. so i go hey you know and he's like well what's your resume so i say well you know i can do animatronics and all this other stuff he's like oh my god i gotta put you through the props i'm like but i'm effects he's like no 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 he's like call this guy so i call up uh, ken wills here in town and and he's like oh dude we need you and it was like a couple hours later um he's like you'll come into my office so i meet him and he's like well i gotta set up an interview now normally you meet the special effects supervisor or the props uh prop master Mm -hmm. and then either you're hired or you're not and he's like okay so i gotta get permission to see about this but we'll get a hold of you tomorrow so the next day i get a call and i have to show up to the production office and next day i'm sitting in front of all the producers and jason wasn't there but like all the producers and a whole bunch of the big wigs and i'm like you know this is this is more like a grilling, not a, <laughs> yeah. not a usual interview. But um, mm-hmm. at, at the same time, I was, I finally had earned enough money that I could build my own proton pack. So I had all the pieces. I figured, okay, well, I'm going to go Ghostbusters. So I'm going to throw a few resistors and stuff into my briefcase. And one of the first questions, <laughs> one, of the first really questions oh, one of the first questions they asked me, I think it wasn't Eric Reich. It was uh, Erica. Um, asked me, she's like, how much of a Ghostbusters fan are you? I'm like, let me show you. So I reach into my my briefcase and I throw a couple of resistors down and there were <laughs> smiles across the board. And I'm just like, I've got it. That that was that was my thought. And you know, you can't you can't I love but, that. But story. Hell yes. Ghostbusters get you're just like, jobs. yeah, nailed it. And then they're like, well, show show us some, you know, the animatronic stuff. And you know, everybody else in town, they're all very talented people, but nobody does the robotics and stuff. So I'm like, well, I did this skating rig for Anna Kendrick, and um, here's the rotating sets and the smiles in their faces, they're like, You're perfect. So, but I I sort of bridged that special effects and props thing. And they're like, well, we don't know where to put you. So my title was kind of special effects and prop builder because I did the animatronics, but needed to make sure it looked good. And uh, it's, it's kind of this weird area to be in. So I was kind of my own little floating entity, but still attached to props. And um, yeah, the next thing, you know, I'm, I'm looking at proton packs and stuff and they're going, can you tweak this, do that? And I'm like, I'm, you know, I just about wet myself when I first saw the packs. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and, that's, that's any of we, we right. all of us. Stop yeah. feeling this was now. okay. So prior to this, if anybody asked me who would be the best actor or celebrity that you could ever meet, who is the number one on your list? And it was Adam Savage. And so I, I sat there and, and um, one day I come up and they're like, well, we've got this ghost whistle and it's really not your side of things, but we're overloaded. Can you take care of the ghost whistle? I'm like, sure. And they're like, so I'm going to put you in touch with Adam Savage. He's building it. And again, I'm sitting there like, <laughs> what? Right, right. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> That's so really funny. I, I email him. And when I went down to LA to check out some props and stuff, I met with him and stuff. And I completely fangirled out on him. Um, it was awesome. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm sorry, Adam, but like, just let me get it out of my system. He's like, oh, no, I'm used to it. He's such a great guy. Well, you know, when you <laughs> yeah. in your videos, you guys have a great rapport. Like there's a great well, chemistry there. Mm-hmm. And, and you, this is one thing where my 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 heart grew 15 sizes this day because uh, Adam's on set doing all the interviews of everybody. And, you know, he comes through my trailer and we go through stuff. And um, it was funny because I was in a bit of a rush. I said, shit, I didn't get a coffee, but okay, I'll go run off. And I come back to my trailer and in Adam's writing, because I'm a nerd of that caliber, I know what his writing looks like. And it <laughs> says, you know, sorry, Ben, for delaying your coffee. Here it is. I'm just oh. like, oh my God, that's so cool. And then um, it was about lunchtime or so. And he comes in and he's like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, do you want to see some more stuff? And he's like, no, I kind of like hanging out with you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you, you look around, you're like, what? you're like, you're like, uh, um, have you seen my resistors in my briefcase? <laughs> <laughs> right. Dude, you're um, covered in the same cloth. That's so cool. Right. right. Yeah. And yeah. There was, you know, we just, yeah, we enjoy each other's company. We, we still talk and text. I, you know, there was a while back where I, I, I felt like I finally made it as an engineer because Adam Savage texted me going, How, what would you do to do like to, to make this part? And I'm like, right. wow. Yeah, <laughs> moment. No, yes. I mean, it, that, that is, it's very validating and it's very exciting. And when, you know, yeah. we've had things like that happen to uh, not, not Adam Savage has never called me and God knows I wouldn't have any good <laughs> advice for him. You'd, you'd be uh, but, surprised. Everybody's got stuff, right? Oh, I don't know. I have built a pack, but <laughs> no, let's just don't yeah. look at it too closely. Crank and screw stuff and drill stuff. <laughs> you look He's at a pack. Adam, Adam, okay, I'm going to just pre-apologize to Adam, but like, you know, his pack and stuff, when I went and he taught me such a huge lesson. I'm, He's like, we got to get this pack out. We only got so much time. So one day, Bill, but the reality is it takes several days. And he's right. like, we just don't have time for this. And he's just getting in there and drilling. And I'm like, oh my God, you're doing that. And he's like, I don't care. I just want to get this out. And then when it's all done and it's assembled, you're like, you know, it still looks good. It's right. not like anybody. The only people that know that that hole isn't perfect is him and I. So like, who right. cares? So who cares? And, but my my speed game, oh, it tripled that day because I, it, it finally gave me permission to just fucking get it done. Right. Yeah. Don't, mm -hmm. don't, don't like I, I am, I'm the consummate overthinker and I finally starting to let that go. And God, is it fun to just build something and then you make a stupid mistake, but then find out that, oh, my God, this is even better. Yeah, it's a works. feature. <laughs> I mean, like when I built my first pack, there were so many extra holes. You, you yeah. figure out ways to hide them. But like <laughs> my motherboard looked insane, but no one sees it because it's facing your back. So well, who cares? And the thing is, is that the, the smile in your face is what counts. I've seen so many people, you know, they'll, they'll get all judgy at a con because somebody's costume isn't right. And I'm no, like, oh, that you doesn't understand. happen. <laughs> no, but I'm just like, you want you. And I took a friend once and, and he was just like, oh my God, look at that. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He was like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, do you see the smile on that person's face? And he's like, yeah. And I go, that's what it's about. It has nothing to do with you. Oh, you self-centered dick. Ben, like, you are too but, nice for this community. No, <laughs> too good. Think you're too I, good I for a, us. What too the good. thing is, is that you have people like, you know, hacked Adam years ago because he didn't have his elbow pads or something on the right oh, yeah. direction. But yeah. again, did you see a smile on his face? Who cares? This isn't yeah. about you. Ah, yes, exactly. I, I completely agree. Oh, um, yeah. So, Ben, you, you, so you're on set, like you get the job, you, you, you say you're kind of, uh, you're doing props, you're doing animatronics, kind of floating. What, when it comes to, it sounds like they kind of had, oh, sorry, my mic. Um, Sounds like they kind of had a plan for for sourcing props. There was people already building yeah. proton packs. There's totally. third third parties. You know, some people yeah. are building stunt packs. Some people are building yeah. hero packs. Everything else. So, what is your role? Are you sourcing uh, parts? Are you maintaining uh, the props? Like, what what is your day to day on set on any given day look like? So when I showed up, because it was late, a lot of these props were already pre-ordered. They were already being made. They're at prop houses. So a lot of people are asking me, like, you know, how did you build? And the thing is, is that everybody's got to realize that, that it doesn't matter what piece is on set. If it looks like it has one paint stripe on it, I put money on it. The five people painted that one stripe. Right? It's, it's a team. It's a team. So, um, you know, if I say I did or whatnot, it, it's totally a team. It's not me. It's it's everybody. And that being said, is I never really made any of the props. Did I make some major modifications? Oh, yeah. 
you know, they came and Jason would look at something and go, that's not what I ordered. And then, you know, Eric and Erica would be like, man, you got to fix this. <laughs> By the way, uh, shout out, shout out to Eric and Erica. These are yeah. incredible people. Oh my God. They're awesome. They're the best. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've known Eric a long time and we've uh, finally got to meet Erica who Abby referred to as Eric's assistant, which I, Oh, I know. I'm dying for them to hear Delete. that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, she's but, but and, and those people, man, like you know, there there's times where you get stressed, and this is what I, I really love about the, the group of people for Ghostbusters. So, so Jason, Eric, Erica, Ivan, is that everybody starts reading each other, and you can see things are moving smoothly or they're not. And if they're mm-hmm. not moving smoothly, if you've got capacity, everybody would walk in and go, "What's up? How can I help?" And there there was a whole bunch of times where like I couldn't find the proper wiring harness for these for these packs. And I'm just like, you know, I'm kind of freaking out. And Eric's like, oh, no, no, I got this. He makes a few phone calls. He's like, yeah, I got a whole bunch in order. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's it's this 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 group where people, everybody seemed to, like, if there was a missing tooth, somebody had that tooth, right? They could always fit it in. So, you know, we'd make a great pair of dentures. Yeah. <laughs> a good symbiotic team to be able to, like, work. <laughs> so, Ben, you mentioned, you know, props being on order from different prop houses yeah. and having to make major modifications. So do you have any off the top of, head, of your head, things that you've had that uh, kind of stand out as, you know, mods that you had to make on the fly? Yeah. The, um, you know, Jason had said, I want to put a switch on the, on the pack, the, the, the beloved switch, the switch, and we, get yeah. all, we, we get all the packs and the switch is in the wrong spot. Right. <laughs> and he's okay. just like, what the f- is this right this is not what i said and it's like okay i got this and then you know afterwards the meeting's over and they're like do you really got this and i'm like i don't know (laughs) so for those who of just to give context so in in the original ghostbusters they get in the elevator and uh they flip egon's uh, pack Mm -hmm. on and uh the switches where it ends up being located in the movie is kind of right under the ion arm yes um but so you're saying that some packs came in and where was the switch? They just had it, it was, somewhere else. It was, un, it was on the opposite side of the pack. It was on the wrong side. Okay. Right? Okay. So, you know, about the same spot, but not under the ion arm. I, you know, I, I can't tell you, I'll have to get the book and, and look at what the part was called, but it was under no, you're you know, fine. the box, the box thingy with the dangling who has and the thing. Yeah, sure. You know? and the, yeah. And the, the twist. Yeah. All the names are made up anyway. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. And so, you know, I'm like, well, can we fit this breaker into the ion arm? It's like, no. So you gotta, you, you gotta break things down into its constituent parts. And this is where, my wife finds me fascinating in the sense that I look for what things do. I don't look for what it's called. I, I see this so many times where somebody's like, I need a pulley. I used to rock climb a lot. And somebody would be like, well, I need a special climbing pulley. And they'd be going to all the climbing stores, couldn't find it, couldn't find it. And I'm like, well, why don't you just go to a sailing store? They got a whole bunch of rigging pulleys. And they come out and they're like, oh my God, it's there. And the only, it, it's still a pulley. It's just, it's a sailing pulley, but people don't, don't go outside of their boxes. So right, I was looking think, at this going, right, right. Yeah. So I was looking at the switch and going, well, it's a breaker, but it looks like a light switch with a little peg on it. I'm like, well, we could just put a dowel and a light switch. So I got some clay, threw it on there. I'm like, okay, that looks good. And then we just got some small light switches that just, just fit in there. So that light is there. That switch is actually functional. And that was one of those things where, you know, I tried to make sure that everything would function and actually do what it's supposed to, not just be, uh, you know, somebody flicks the switch and I'm on a remote control doing that because you can see these timing errors and and, and it, it drives people nuts sometimes. And I, I get it. It bugs me. And so, yeah. 
Yeah, and Ghostbusters fans will be quick to point out that kind of thing. So, oh yeah, oh hell yeah, I'm sure you're aware. <laughs> ben, you've been in the you know. Let's give a shout out to the the Spangler's Workbench uh, Facebook group. Oh my god, those guys are amazing. It's it's uh you know a lot those guys have been around a long time and they're they're it's it's expert level prop knowledge, uh, oh, but you've dude. been you've been so forthcoming and 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 willing to engage with folks and people are really appreciative of it. Well, the, the thing is, is that, you know, I, I would appreciate that um, as a, as a maker, I don't know how many times I've seen things come online and I look at it and go, I like it, but it's a bit expensive, but I could make it. And then you spend all the time and reverse engineering, doing 3d modeling and doing all this stuff. Um, and then, and then you make it. So why not just skip the step? They're going to do it anyways. And it's only sort of the elite few. So just give it to them. Right. So, you know, and, and that's, shut up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what, when, when the, I think it was the second trailer came or no, it wasn't the second trailer is when Adam and I did the, Adam did the pack interview on my trailer and oh, yeah, right, 12 right. frames of video. This one guy built the freaking cyclotron with the right parts of, with the right belts and the jump. When he sent pictures, I'm like, you people know more about the props that I was in charge of <laughs> frames than I do today. That's great. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, there's, you know, <clears throat> I, I'm not willing to say that any of that is a good thing. I'm just putting <laughs> you know, it. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, as as an engineering consultant um, and, and being ex-infantry and stuff, do you, do you guys ever remember uh, a TV show called The Deadliest Warrior? Yeah, that sounds um, yeah. Okay, so yeah. well, Jeff Desmolin is a friend of mine. We were in the infantry together, and he ended up getting his doctorate. And he was the the host of the show, and he got his doctorate and started a crime scene reconstruction company. And um, he had me do stuff. And um, I can't help but think if you can get those eagle eyed people, and you know, get them under NDAs and stuff, and go, here's a slew of pictures. Tell me what you see. I bet you, like, I. I I swear to God, these guys could probably solve half the unseen crimes because they're just they're they're that nerdy. <laughs> I no, don't know how it's else true. To no, it. you're 100 percent right. <laughs> and I think and I know that in the Star Wars world, they relied on uh, when they were doing the new Star Wars movies, they got uh, makers and droid builders to to actually assist because, yeah, you know, when you're going back. 30 years trying to recreate stuff that exists in the eighties when you've got a whole community of people who've been working on this stuff Mm -hmm. the entire time. Uh, So I know the props are really connected with the fan community. I think that's really cool. Um, So the, the Phoebe pack is, is, you know, the, 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 the main pack that you see in the movie. Yeah. Oh my Um, God. So cool. How, how many of those are on set? Like different versions. Is there a couple Um, heroes, a couple stunts or. Well, um, let's go through it. So um, there was sort of two heroes. Um, there was one lightweight. Uh, then there was, when it came down to stunts, um, there wasn't any huge violent pull stunts or anything like that. So there really wasn't a stunt pack. So, um, you know, hats off to McKenna because like she's carrying around the real deal, the full weight. She's Excuse bruising me, her arm. She's like, yeah. you know, everybody's talking about the, the popcorn scene that was cut. That's kind of, you know, rising and bubbling up right now. She ran around a field with that damn thing on her and I'd be behind her like every step of the way and just take the load off. of Cause I I'm thinking like, I would die. How the hell are you? Right. Oh my You're God. like this tall. It's crazy. We almost all died at the dragon con parade this year. Just wearing yeah. those. Oh, we had well, slime blowers. On. Slime There's blowers no slime blower well. in this movie. But and we had, we you. had, we had a, a reporter from vanity fair come on and uh, he's talking to bill and I was suiting bill up and he's like, how heavy is the pack? And he's like, Ben, do, you, do we got extra packs? I'm like, yeah. He's like, go get one, throw it on the guy. <laughs> I like, read that article. Like, oh, that was a great. And, 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 yeah. and then he's like, 
and he puts it on. He's like, yeah, that's heavy. And he's like, no, don't take it off till you leave. <laughs> and the guy's yeah. like, okay, Bill. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, that's the, that's the, um, the Anthony yeah. Bresnikan article. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great article. Yeah. Well, w- you know, if you're going to bring up the hurricane, I guess we got to talk about it. So w- we talked about this a little bit with Logan. You're now in a work situation where part of your job is to outfit proton packs on Bill Murray. I know, dude. (laughs) That doesn't seem like any kind of reality that I, (laughs) Jacob, you know, before you go, Jake, what what, what does that make you feel like just saying that? Well, it stresses me out. First of all, it's like, do you, (laughs) it's like, do you want to be that person? Like, yes, but also no. (laughs) Well, and, and Bill, Bill's actually, you know what the thing is, is that if you know what's going on, um, it's not a big deal. You know, you get the pack on, take the pack off. You just got to be attentive to what's going on. And, and, you know, Bill's an OBS kind of guy. And if he's done on set, he's going to walk off and start taking it off, whether you're there or not. So, <laughs> yes. so like you gotta, you gotta be on it. If you're not on it, you're picking up packs and stuff. I remember costumes. Um, uh, Don, Don was like, I'm like, Oh my God, I lost the belt. And like, Don's like, I got it when I take it off. So I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I love and, that. Yeah. But you know what the, the thing is, is that every time I'd suit him up, he'd hand me a script and I'd throw it in my pocket and then he'd come back and grab the script and, and go. And on the last day of shooting, he hands me this balled up envelope and I'm like, okay, I guess he's got a script in the envelope. And, um, so I, I put it in my pocket and he comes back and undress him. I'm like, it's been great working for you. And I hand it back and he looks at me. He's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing? He's like, it's a gift, you dumbass. I mean, oh my God. His, last, his last words were, like, you dumbass to me, right? <laughs> and it, it's actually almost better than goodbye. <laughs> Absolutely. You want to be insulted a little bit. That's part of it. Yeah. God, and, that's and cool. Like, you know, I got I got this little this massage um, uh, certificate for for a place in town. It was just like, yeah, you know, and it's thoughtful because he knows you're working your your butt off and he's giving you something that's like you need to relax, right? Hey. By the yeah. way, you were there his is purse. no way I would do anything with that gift certificate other than frame it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly, and, yeah. and what did Ben do? It's not framed, but it is upstairs in my bedside table, so I can lovingly look at it. <laughs> just awesome. look at it. Here's the thing, here's the thing Bill Murray gave I'm me. Just pi- I'm just picturing Bill Murray walking off set, like throwing elbow pads over his shoulder, just like, <laughs> and I, I, you know, like a I'm wedding. Sure. I can I've see it. to catch I've Bill said, Murray's elbow pad. I'm, I'm, I'm praying i'm not you know setting myself up for a world of hurt but the reality is is that's you know just short of throwing that's literally what's happening dude you're fine <laughs> i don't think i don't think he's listening you're fine yeah oh, bill yeah, we, we bill, hasn't, bill hasn't listened till uh since episode 46 we not really yet well and, and bill like his first dance set you know he's like okay everybody you know i'm here and he's doing this big grandiose like he, he loves the showboat and it's great because everybody wants him to showboat so of it's, course it's awesome, that's what right? you want mm-hmm. it'd be a bummer and he's like okay did. everybody here lift your hands if you're an hourly wage and we put our hands up and he's like why the hell are you working so hard god <laughs> Dude. <laughs> right in front of like you know all the producers and there's yeah shut, right, shut up bill great i'm so i'm so people. glad we worked so hard to get bill Murray and Ghostbusters again. bill organizes a strike i think that's uh, awesome like, i mean dude, and then like you know he did a few sort of impromptu riffs and stuff where he just starts going off he's like no 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 wait i'm gonna and he starts going and everybody on set you're doing everything you can not to laugh right and yeah. I felt for some of the camera people and uh, Logan. Oh my God. Like there was, there's this one camera guy. He looked at me and he's like, I hate shooting him. I'm like, why? I'm like, does he not read well? And he's like, are you kidding me? Do you know how hard it is to hold the camera straight without 
freaking laughing at you. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine. Oh, he's so funny. We had this conversation at the at the premiere, Jake. There's something about Bill Murray where just even when he's just standing there not saying a word, you're still yeah. laughing. Like yeah. it's yeah. a very Bruh. There's something that happened to Bill Murray at birth, and I don't know what it is. He was <laughs> cursed by some sort of witch or something that <laughs> well, gave but- him this uh, uh, undeniable likeness, you know, maybe yeah. sometimes to his yeah. uh, but annoyance, but it's amazing. Yeah. Is, is he a product of his reality or is reality a product of him, though? Like, where does it come from? Did, did a bunch of people just treat him like he was a kook? And that's that's he's like, oh, OK, right. well, I just keep doing this. I'm sure his you know? high school friends are like, man, this guy is weird as shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably. So like jumping us. back on the props a little bit, what you know, you're, you're kind of having to keep track of everything. So there's PKE yeah. meters, there's proton packs, there's the RTV trap. Yeah. Was there any like what? <laughs> this stuff breaks all the time. Like what was the biggest pain in the ass? You know, the, uh, and I had so little to do with it was the, the, um, pack that was on the jump seat or the, the gunner seat on, on. Okay. The, um, okay. Yeah. Well, so, with those mini props. So <laughs> right, well, the thing is, it. is that there was a lot of people and this, this happens on every show. This isn't anybody's fault. It just happens. Is that there's a lot of people not talking to each other. So, you know, effects would made the, the seat come out and then somebody else in LA was building the pack. So when we put the pack on, we're like, okay, so we got to squeeze it through a slot this big. That's, you know, the, the smallest area that it goes through and the pack's this deep. And we're like, Oh crap. And the, so Peter white, one of the guys on set and it, actually less on set, he was always in the shop and it was like, you'd throw it at him and go, okay, Peter, we need to shrink this by six inches. And he'd look at you and go, really? Yeah. And he'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but the thing is, is every time he would kill it, the guy is just this magician. Like, Oh my God, Peter, dude, you're, you were, you're something else. And so he made, he's the one who basically he took a regular pack and um, the, like our, our crest that he even made this, this patch for the, the crew oh, and it shows cool. it. And it shows the Moogly with the saw going away at the pack. And literally at one point in time, you know, producers are walking in here. We are at a couple of packs. So I was going, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> They're just having a nightmare. Oh yeah, my God. So, so, you know, Peter designs this thing up. All right. So long story, long story longer. Um, yeah, he, keep going. The bumper, the bumper, and then the 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 uh, I don't know the, what do you call the peg, the shiny peg the on the shock, back, the shock, shock mount, the, shock. the the bellows, yeah, the bellows, yeah, yeah, the bellows. Okay, so um, we had rubber bellows. We knew that like there's this thing's probably gonna bump. Every time you see that that thing come in and out, it would knock the bellows off, and I'd have to <laughs> run in with CA glue and glue it back on. And like you know, I had five inches of <laughs> extra finger because of all the CA glue. Oh yeah, and there were yeah. so many times where it's like you come running back, and it's like, okay, ready, rolling. It's like kink. You're like, Fuck. <laughs> 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 I got it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Logan mentioned actually in the interview yesterday that the ecto goggles like. There was trouble oh. with them staying up. He said that you helped him out a lot. Yeah, and and you know what a trooper, and it, like you can't see through the damn things and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, and and even just his intuitive sense, like when the day the the shot that you see where the uh, Polaroid comes out and he grabs it and he he does this. Mm-hmm. So uh, nobody on set told him anything. They just want to see what he does organically and then build off of that, right? So he he goes out and he hits the flash and everything, and then it comes out and he goes. <sighs> And Jason, everybody's like, who taught him that? And like, 
nobody and you know that he's way too young to have known how this works like somewhere he figured it out he's doing that everybody's like there was people literally in the grass off the side going, oh my god that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> right and he's just so intuitive but anyway so yeah you know you hit all these buttons a lot of little tiny pieces in there there was uh yeah we got two goggles there was really only one pseudo functional at the end it's mm-hmm. just like yeah, bubble gum, duct tape, and a prayer is is kind of what takes you through a movie. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's not tape, not bubble gum. Um, right. And yes, it, it's it's if, if you're not familiar with it, any props people out there, look up snot tape. I think it's a it's a clear butyl tape. Uh, it's wonderful stuff. It, it can repair anything. Nice. Yeah, that's great. There you go, makers. And we need people. that. And we are um, in that same boat, though, when we finish the parades, uh, like that we do yeah. a Dragon Con. It's like, okay, fix this. What we broke? give awards to people who like have the most things break on their back. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Um, did you get a sense while you were doing this that something special was happening? You know, I the, I thought things were like awesome that I was there. And then I finally go, hey, look, you know, give me the script. I need to break it down into my head. I know that the props and everybody were kind of breaking it down for me and the other spoon feed me. I'm like, give me the script. I need to go through it. And on my trip to LA, you know, I'm, you know, I get on the flight and I'm going to read through it a couple of times. And, you know, I'm sure the person beside me, I've said, they're like, <laughs> oh my God, this is awesome. Guys, like, oh, they're like, what are you reading? I'm like, the airplane magazine. <laughs> I really, it's I think it's great they're showing Stepmom this year. Mom oh my God. It, it took me I, at least five reads before I was at full on waterworks. Like, you know, first couple of times, I was absolutely ugly crying. And now, it, without it took, giving out. But when I got there, dude, it was by the time I got to the end of the script, I'm like, this is a fucking blockbuster. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I, I struggle to think of like how you could edit this wrong. Right. right. It just, yeah. Now I don't want to mm-hmm. get anybody in trouble. There, there seems to be a sense that there's definitely been some stuff that was maybe filmed or, or cut from the movie. <laughs> every movie's it, that way. Every movie's that way. I don't know how much we, we can even get into it. And I, I actually don't want to get into it, but, I guess the question I ask is how close was the script you read to, to what we ended up seeing on screen? Is it 90% there? 80%? You know, I'd say 90 like there. Yeah. There's things that get cut out, but like that was one thing I was telling my wife after we saw it, I'm like, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff that hits the cutting room floor. Like every, every shows this way. Right? right. And you're kind of like, you know, you're like, Oh, that was cool. But you know, it would have been nice to see, but by the time it was all edited down, it was so tight. It's just like it, it, it just meshes and it makes sense. And there's no, no extra, like uh, there's, you know, if you read the books and like, um, I think I'm trying to think of a good author, but the, the authors that spoon feed you every detail and yes. I've got a very creative mind, so I don't need any detail. Get me in the space. Give me the lay of the land. One and, true sentence. Hemingway. Yeah. yeah right. We understand. And that's, that's where, that's where, you know, that's where the script really excelled is that there's really, or the, the edit, it just it got rid of all the extra and like my wife's not a sci-fi girl or anything that she's you know a valedictorian from a school like we're so polar opposite i'm i'm the ultimate adhd she's ocd it's it's a it's amazing that she has anything to do with me but you know and she doesn't like sci-fi and stuff but she went and she came out and she said you know I probably watched that one again. I'm like, what? <laughs> wow. Surprise. <Okay. laughs> it's got heart. So I mean, it people, is, yeah. people that haven't seen stuff and don't know the background story can still get into it and still understand the storyline. So, mm. you know, well, that, well, 
Absolutely. I, I think you could have no idea what Ghostbusters is and watch that yeah. movie and get the same amount out of it. Um, Absolutely. Which is a testament to the script and the edit and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll spend a few more minutes. If, is it, are you cool to go a little longer? Oh, totally, man. I got, uh, yeah, free, I, I, yeah, I've, I've watched some of your stuff and I, I love it. I could, I could talk for hours with you. Uh, oh, no, dude, we could talk for hours. I'm totally <laughs> relating to this. It's very, let's turn us to a marathon. Um, so, <laughs> so who took props home? Let's just call him out. He's <laughs> got what? Hey, you know what? I, there is absolutely no way I'm going to out anybody. But I myself. love it. So, but, but he there was, says that he's got a trap behind him. I see it right here. <laughs> Dude, no, 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 no. Okay, so <laughs> that wasn't from set. That's a that's a home build. So you know, you remember how Sean Charlesworth on tested made the cutaway lightsaber? Uh, I I brought it out because as soon as I saw that, I just yeah, I saw that and it sung to me. So Jason and I were talking on set, and I'm just like, you know, I need to, uh, I'm gonna make some props and stuff afterwards. And I'm like, what do you think about cutaway everything? And he's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like a cutaway PKE, a cutaway trap, and he's like. I'd like to see some of that. So after it was all done, um, uh, me and uh, Shannon Chapel, another another guy that was working on set, um, decided that we'd you know team up and 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 make a couple. And so we made a cutaway. Um, this is now you you won one, but this is this is the ultimate one because what? okay now now Ben, I want to give reference. So uh, Alberta oh Ghostbusters, Dustin, they did a raffle for for one of these. Yeah. Now what? No, I won the raffle. What exactly did I win? This is a, a you a, want a trap that looks a lot like this, except the the top itself uh, right. does not open. It's it's all closed, but the the lighting effect and everything's there. Okay, um, tight. And and right. So this is I'm very excited about where, that. Yeah, and it, it's it's like oh, they're they're so cool. Anyway, but this is I, I'm sorry there was only there's only been a very few of these made, but like being oh. able to do it. Oh away. Jesus! Yes. Okay, there we go. Right. That then, is so tight. Know, no, no, but like then do to do, right? Oh, oh, right? oh. you just yeah. made these for fun, just to show Jason. So I'm not sure exactly what cool. I'm allowed to say. So I'll, I'll stay with that. I made them for fun for, for Jason. It's just for fun. <laughs> Jason. Yeah. It's just it's welcome just to just fun. have fun. <laughs> oh, that is really. And you said you made a PKE meter like that as well, like a cut. Well, I, I'm working on it. Um, and there's some. Um, you know, I, I said before we, we you started recording, I wouldn't say like teasers or anything. Um, trying to figure out how to say I, I've already kind of made that. So if, you, if we're at the PK and no teasers, is I want to do a, a cutaway. So I'm I'm slowly working on a on a cutaway, but this one's oh. gonna be lit up and everything. So I'm gonna oh, have like wow. all the electronics. So this is just the bones and I'm working on it. That's and so then, sick. Yeah. And then once it's done, hopefully um I I, I approached Sony and I said, Hey, I'm going to be building some of this stuff. And, you know, I know a lot of the maker nerds would really like it. So um, it maybe, maybe, and this may or may not happen. And, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without saying it. I, Just I don't, you I, know what? I'll, here's how it is. You're working on cool stuff. Nothing's yeah. guaranteed. Stay tuned. That's all and, you yeah, say. Th- you know, that's, that's a good way. I've asked for permission and the reception was good. So hopefully it keeps moving forward. You know, I, I told them that like, you know, the maker community on, on Spangler's workbench and stuff been asking me questions. Can I answer them? And Eric's like, 
yeah, you know, I think that would be a good idea. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like, how will this work? And he's like, well, ask for questions. I get them. I'll film them. And then, you know, I run them past Sony, make sure that they're okay with it. And then we put it out. And as long as I'm not doing product placements or anything like that, then, you know, that that's fine by them. So, and I also like, you know, I've got Instagram and Facebook and I have my own YouTube channel, but I don't have a TikTok. And I'm like, hmm. So just, you know, an hour or so ago, I, I put it out there and hopefully you guys know is, is that on my TikTok, which is the Dreadmaker Roberts, um, I said, like, you know, ask me questions here and, and um, I'll gather them all and I'll start answering them on, on TikTok and, and sharing that on social I love media. That. And I can't. Awesome. And, and the thing is, is that a lot of people are like, how did you do? And it, it bugs me when I hear that because and it's not their fault, but it's like I didn't build it. But I know the right. people who did or I might have your answer, but please understand that. I didn't necessarily build it. Like, uh, you know, there was what, uh, three, four, five, I can think of just off the top of my head, five different prop houses that made things for the show. Um, and you know, it's there, it's a community effort and, and it's so easy to sit there and go, I did this, I did that right. and, and piss somebody off and rightfully show. So they should be pissed off. So I gotta right, be very right. careful, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, a couple of things. Well, if you need that many props, like that many packs, you're going to have it outsourced. Oh, yeah, it's it's, it's it the same thing with, with um, yeah. visual effects. Like yeah. that stuff gets sent you know, and, all and, over. You know, things, things happen. You know, they, they, they ordered some stunt packs and the stunt packs we got were, were good, but they had hard frames on it and, and it's potential spoiler. But at the, at the end, um, there's a pretty violent uh, throwback of, of of the the original Ghostbusters. Yep. And I talked. And it's to my favorite thing in the movie. And the thing is, it's like you know, prior to this, I've done like car cans. I've taken Humvees at 40 miles an hour, literally cannon, like flip them in the air with a guy on it, tumbling on fire, and making sure he lives on it. So like, I'm very cognizant of what happens to these stunt guys, and I've developed a level of trust. Like you know, when the Humvee, one thing that I did. Uh, the driver leaf um, and he was also on on ghostbusters is you know you end up establishing a relationship and you're friends with the guy and and you know you're like am i sending this guy to his death and <laughs> you, you might be I, you know it's it's it, people giggle but no it's yeah. no it's, i mean like in a, in all seriousness like we've we've accidents happen and god yeah. knows that there was a real tragedy oh. that happened recently yeah. Um, I wasn't going to bring that up because it's no fun no. to talk about, but it's it's your world. So I imagine that that hits you really hard. The, what happened? It, on the, it, it does. The and, and you know, the, the sad thing is, is that like, can you imagine injuring or hurting or killing a friend? Like it, it's I, I can't, you know. Right. Um, so anyway, the, going back to the packs, it got kind of dark there. But the packs, <laughs> I'm going this this frame. I go I, I talk to the to the stunt supervisor. I'm like, this frame is pretty hard. And the yanks you got to do or the, the ratchets is what you call it are pretty tough so like and he's like oh dude can we do any better in the frame so um i got a hold of a, a friend um a mutual friend from adam and that's uh frank Ippolito who runs synergy down in la so oh yeah we asked yeah we asked we asked um the the prop rooms that were already doing it and these are big prop rooms and they take orders six eight months in advance and if you call them up going i need this you know, unless you're willing to, you know, shut down their production and buy them out for a week, you, you're not going to get it. Mm -hmm. So I, and, and Frank's, you know, he's starting up and he, he's getting there. He's, oh my God, his shop is amazing. So I'm like, dude, you got to do me a favor. And he's a huge Ghostbuster fan. And he's like, okay, what is it? And I'm like, can you crank these things off? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, oh. so now, you know, he got, 
yeah he got us he got us some like all rubber stump packs like even the frame is rubber this thing it was like it was like it was like wearing a noodle a five pound noodle it was nuts anybody who is a listener of yhs and uh rolls with us knows that um one of our best friends in the world hal clay is uh is (laughs) somehow you know the thing with hal is you go with hal anywhere in the united states you're going to run into 10 people that know how everybody knows how we go to a convention in the middle of indiana for some reason that we won't get into and someone's like oh hey Hal," and he's like hey like it's just like (laughs) so we found out early on that for some reason hal had provided frank uh with yeah the the ghostbusters 2 ribbon cable oh yeah 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 and that was kind of like we're all like well i guess they're going to be using gb2 packs somewhere (laughs) and so and then it it makes sense like these are the stunt packs that the original guys are wearing and i guess we can if it's hard to kind of point out there's so much happening on the screen but oh my god yeah the 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 original guys show up and they have the ghostbusters 2 uh ribbon cable pack you know the gb2 packs so from little fun the the idea you know the the way i interpret it is that like when egon took off he took all the old equipment right so that's all the the 84 stuff that's what he took he didn't take you know any of the the new stuff that's kind of my read on it um Again, my opinion, my thoughts, that's it. Yeah. So, well, I mean, yeah. Listen, there, like there's a, people Makes debate sense. this stuff. Jake, we've talked about it a lot. How important is it to the story being told? Not that important. It's right. important to us as like fans who want to dig deep, but like they're not going to go out of their way. They're not going to have a scene explaining uh, why Egon took whatever pack. Like, just right. know don't you so dare let the truth get in the way of a good story. There you go. <laughs> you dare. Yeah, dude. Don't you don't um, need a scene of a flashback of Egon like you know, in the end. <laughs> just kidding. In the end, this is <laughs> this is what should I take? you know. Mm-hmm. People yeah. go like, "What do you?" It had been many, many, many years since I'd seen '84, and people are like, "What do you remember from the movie?" And honestly, I could barely tell you the storyline. But what I can tell you is how I felt when I left. People are going to remember how they felt. They might not necessarily remember the lines. They won't remember the props, but they'll always remember how they felt. So as long as you can make people happy, scared, afraid, um, you, you know, get some grief out. You know, I, I see this. It's it's almost medicinal. Um, I, I had lost my father a long, long time ago. And but like, you know, you, you have that that father figure, grandfather figure. And there's there's always still a little bit of grief kind of there. And and shows like this give you permission to let some of that grief out in a public way where you really need to do it. You can't, you can't just cry alone. I don't think it's healthy. So having people there and everybody kind of sharing in it and, and it's, it's medicinal. And it's the closest thing to church you can get to. Yeah. Without getting there. Yeah. yeah without actually going there, cause you must <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know I was raised that way and I literally movie theaters and watching movies and that feeling is what I chase and like what I live for and why we're doing this. Right. So, you know, all, all things being said is that like you, you can look at all the nuance and you can look at everything that's wrong. And I was actually freaking out. And Jason Blumenfeld, the 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 first AD, I'm sitting there going like these these fans, when I started digging in on some of the like, you know, the the uh, Facebook groups and stuff, I'm like, they're going to like dissect me. They're going to dice me up. They're going to chop me out because like I've I've screwed up so many things, dude. And he's like, no, no, you got this. And I'm like, no, I don't. And he's like. He's like, it's been like, what, 30 some odd years. Things change. Things get dirty. Things get smashed. He goes, when in doubt, say it's old. And he replaced it. And I'm like, okay, good. You, <laughs> I, I've, been, 
I've been saying that since, uh, you know, when the first uh, pictures and stuff came out and people were freaking out about the ladder being on before, oh, yeah. it was, before it was revealed that the ladder was moved because there's the gunner seat. And I remember people were freaking out. And they're like, oh, they got the they got this wrong or someone. I, I think there was oh, another thing about the lights it, or something. And I'm like, hey, you listen, this is this is Ghostbusters. This is the third movie in the Ghostbusters what? franchise. If it's different. It's canon now. That's how it is now. It doesn't well, matter. Beyond that, too, is that you have these guys that are so desperate to be right, and they're yeah. like, "I was the first one. <laughs> Dude, I was yes. the first one who oh, noticed yeah. it." And you peering over see, it, you could see these guys with these chops going, "Oh yeah, I've got them. I've got them." And then suddenly you see the, the gunner chair come out, and you're like, "They're <laughs> <laughs> mad about it." It's just like they're standing on a carpet. And here's Jason going, "Oh yeah, keep talking, keep uh-huh. talking." Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> cool guys. I've always yeah. hated. I've always hated gunner seats. Anyway, um, so but before we start getting wrapped up, there's a couple more things we got to bring up. First of all, these proton packs that are mounted. That's what I wanted to in ask, the yeah. temple. There's mm-hmm. four packs. You know, it, it, I've seen the movie. We've all seen it five times. Yep. I cannot wait to pause and actually inspect because oh. they look different. It's so quick. And, and all that thing, stuff is so the quick. The thing is, is that like they were they're so gorgeous and you're you're and and they're beautiful and i understand why there's not more sort of close-ups and stuff it's not it's not a movie about props it's a movie about a story right but at the same time you know you get invested in these things and 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 there's four in there and each one's unique and each one's beautiful and remember i was telling you about this peter white guy um literally we're we're we get all these packs in and and they're not quite what Jason wants and we're like okay we got to make this good and you know when when it said that this is a this was a fan film with a budget it it really everybody everybody there was so invested and Peter's like you know I don't care what it'll take and and he put in some major major hours over a weekend along with a bunch of the Alberta Ghostbusters he's like I need help I had I had other family commitments I couldn't back out of. And, and so he pulled in the Alberta Ghostbusters and they came in and they fucking killed it. Dude, that, that, that whole cave was just, it was beautiful beyond belief. But this is, this is all packs that are like, imagine they're all trashed and like, you know, they were in Egon's basement and he's trying to make them work and just Jerry rigged them up there and he's being, you know, harassed by ghosts. So he's, yeah, everything is just, it, it goes with the narrative and it's beautiful. And this is like Peter White, dude. Uh, I can't say enough about the guy. And um, there was another friend of mine, um, Shannon Chapel. He um, was working on another show, but he finished the show just as we got into that section. And then he came in and the guy, um, you know, we don't necessarily get along that well, but the guy is an amazing artist. He, the props that he makes out of his head are they're next level like they are something else well, so the, just and keep keep your ear to the ground shannon chapel and peter wait i think in the props community and stuff right now are are the guys to watch cool yeah Can i mean the props it. are incredible the set design's incredible that whole that whole temple and the, the thing that i've pointed out you know i haven't been able to make out those temple packs very clearly but there's like a there's some sort of it, like there's a thrower and then there's the pack but then there's like a, a, a control station like Something's a box different. yeah, yeah. Now we'll see that box. Well, and they're all controlled. The the narrative is is they're controlled by that that PKE and that that whole PKE. That's that's a scratch build from this the Shannon Chapel guy. 
And, wow. you know, um, Jason's like, here's, here's what I want. He's like, I got it. And he came and he's like, can you adjust the arms? Not quite what I wanted. And, you know, he's the guy who can listen to the director and bring something to him. And the director's like, perfect. And that is so rare, dude. You have no idea how rare it is. Most people are going back five, six times going, is this right? No, is that right? No. Can you tweak this? These guys show up on set and go, Hey, is this it? And they're like, yes. Can you, it, can- oh, can you talk about working with Jason Reitman? It seems like his vision for this was so meticulous. And oh yeah, when a director knows exactly what they want down to the like the wings of a made-up PKE yep. meter for the movie, yeah. that is a good thing. Like that's what you want. Oh, it's a a, it's amazing because then you're not you're not guessing and you're not putting something in that doesn't doesn't flow. And you know, Jason is is up to advice. You you got to go in um cautiously. He'll tell you what he needs and you go in and you go but you know, we could do this little tweak and then you can find out he's he'd be like I love it or I hate it. Well, if he says he, he loves it and you're like, "Okay, so I'll, I'll push that aesthetic." And then after a bit, you know, there's a couple times where it's like, "Okay, what exactly do you want?" And he's like, "Oh, you got it. Just just go go make it." And and you know, having that trust yes. that you've got the vision, but also having that vision um if the vision's clear, it makes it really easy to find these these sort of builds. And Jason is is so intense. He's I I you know talking to him, he's great. But it, it there are times where you're talking to him and you're just like, dude, it feels like you're looking into my soul because like <laughs> when you talk to him, he's listening to every word and he's pulling out every nuance and he's figuring things out. And I honestly don't know if I've ever felt so listened to talking to, to another man in my life. My wife, maybe a couple of times, you know, just before maybe we got twice. married. That's, you know, Take but- it out. That's awesome. That's like a, a wonderful compliment. But, and the thing is, is that he really cares. You know, there, there are days where you come on and he look, and he's like, something's not right. You okay. And you're like, uh, and he's like, Oh, come on, let's go talk. And you'd, he'd give you a couple of minutes and you'd vent or you'd say something. And then he's like, is there anything I can do? And if he could do anything, he's on it. He, like, dude, the, I, I don't know him that well, but he would be like the bestest best friend ever. Because like, if you got a problem, he's helping you. Right. Well, here's yeah. my problem. I want, like 10 more Ghostbusters movies and I want Jason <laughs> right yeah, to direct yeah. them. That's my problem. Yeah, um, and you know, he might burn out. Who knows? Like you don't right. I I don't know. It's yeah. yeah. But um before that level we go, of care though, I was gonna say that level of care that he's giving to like everyone on set, you can feel yeah. it through the movie. It's that's oh yeah. It would be nice and to see the rest of the movies be back. Well, you know what? How is Ivan on set? You know, he he's he he's the the quiet grandpa that is observing and giving sage advice and you know he he was you know he's one of those level of actors and or an actor he's one of those level of directors and, and people that you know it's like am i allowed to make eye contact you're like oh god i looked at him right <laughs> yeah. but he's, he's he's a sweet guy and and like he's just he's nice but like you know he, he defines the you know, here's my space. I need time to think and you, you respect it and everything's cool. So I, I don't, I didn't talk to him that much, to be honest. Um, but I, I do know that there was, there was times where they were struggling with a, a couple of things and, and these things ended up being cut, but they're like, well, this doesn't look right. And I remember there was once where um, the kids were ducking behind a, uh, uh, the, right in the scene where they, the muncher starts firing the stuff at them at the very beginning. It was like bullets coming, okay. right? Right, right, right. And 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 the, the kids are ducking behind it and they were saying, like, get down, and they're trying all these other things, and they're just like, it doesn't doesn't sound right. And I'm just like, Well, 
I go in the infantry and I'm like, oh shit, I said out loud. It's one of those things where your mouth is moving. And you're like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Ivan's like, well, what, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, when things are coming at you, you the, the universal scream is incoming. And he's like, sit. Okay, let's try it. Incoming. You got it. <laughs> I'm just like, did I, did I you make a line? You're a writer. <laughs> you did. Oh, written by Ben Eady. Wow. I love yeah, that. I, uh, were, watch out, Bill Keenan. But you know, you should write, it, it got you... cut. It got cut, but I'm good with it. The fact that it was <laughs> acknowledged that, that I had a valid, I had a valid thought. Yeah. Right. Yes. So it's like, woo. <laughs> That's fun. Ultimate validation. So um, cool. Let's talk RTV trap because this thing oh, is so fun and exciting and uh just i i could watch the ecto and the rtv it feels like i want an animated series where they're both uh sentient beings who yes talk <laughs> yeah, to each absolutely. other yeah, oh, dude, you, yeah I, I take it on on set the first people that saw it they're just like my god what is that <laughs> can i have one everybody <laughs> the words the words were like can i have one Right. It's it's like instant. Right. Now so, you yeah. worked you worked with the RTV. Did you build it? Yeah. Did you modify it? Did you we we modified it? It was all built at ISS. Those guys just killed it on building it. It is it is like a gorgeous prop and functional. There's multiple ones that did different things, but um and then you know, I know how to drive RC, but what they were asking us to do was like eh. and luckily. I'm, you know how you talk about the guy that knows everybody. Um, I'm one of those guys. So, you know, I, I went on Facebook and I'm like, I need, I need some good RC drivers. And my, one of my wife's friends is like, well, my brother used to race pro. Do you want him? I'm like, yes. And the guy, <laughs> the guy was like, oh my God, he could, he could hit a mark within inches at 30 miles an hour. It just blows my mind how awesome. this guy could drive. So we got that, but there was times where I had to drive and um, you know, this is the first time this is coming out and Knock on wood. There's going to be more to the story. Okay. But this is this is where why just exclusive. Here we go. This is where Ben thought Ben's fired. I might as well just fucking walk home. <laughs> Dude. So Ben's mine. We're we're out we're out we're out in the middle of of, of like you know buttfuck Alberta and, and fields mm-hmm. and stuff and there's these roads. And uh, Jason's like, you got the RTV here? And I'm like, yeah, but it's not on the on the list and stuff. But I brought it just in case you needed to place it. And he's like, no, we need to drive it. And I'm like okay and he's like so we're gonna drive along the the ecto at about 30 40 miles an hour down a gravel road and i'm like Fuck. <laughs> right so we're in a chase vehicle i'm driving this thing going oh my god what's my life come to and my worst fears come true but we got the we got the shot right good so but i'm driving along and it's doing well but this thing's not built to be a high performance vehicle this thing's made to look good not drive good right and right those right, can be yeah. very very different things so hard yeah. game handle start with so I'm driving along and um, yeah, I'm going to tell the story again somewhere. Um, I'm yeah. Anyway, the, so driving along and I hit a rock and it kind of goes off to the side and I'm like, okay, so I adjust, I adjust, I adjust, it hits another rock whoosh, underneath and it's underneath the, the camera truck and it explodes. Like we're talking <laughs> flames oh and God. parts and, and these things, these it. things, these things are like tens of thousands of dollars. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so fucked. I'm just, I'm on the radio. I'm listening to everybody because Jason's like, get closer. Can you get closer to the camera? And I'm driving, you know, taking, taking cues and you do that. And there's this silence and I'm just like, <sighs> and then you hear Jason and the DOP burst out laughing, going, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yes. I'm like, oh my God. So there's, that's there's great. some background pictures and stuff to go with that. But I, I love the cool. story. And then the best part of this is, is that once you destroy, uh, 
a prop like this, you know, they're expensive and stuff. So you have to go through a write-off process and do all the paperwork. And there's all the, the, the box of parts and, you know, everything's done, paperwork's done and they're like, throw it out. So I did, you know, I threw it out into the dumpster of my car. Um, God, and yeah. I'm going to rebuild it. <laughs> yes, dude. You oh, you're going to rebuild it. it. You're going to build yeah. it. That's oh, awesome. Nice. I was going to yeah. say, I want a flaming RTV trap tattoo. And, and now that I've, I've exposed myself, so you're talking about Jake. like, like, you know, who took home stuff. That's, yeah. that's my, my take that's home. Um, but you know, now that this is out and stuff, there's the very real possibility. Sony will be like, um, give it back. <laughs> and I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Because no, no, no. They're not listening. The thing is, is the thing is, is we're deep it's into the, this. The, the, yeah. Again, going back to it's the emotions. It's the, it's the how you're feeling and that that roller coaster of emotions and that that awesome story that finally after two years to share with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that it, you know, how if many I have to give it back. It's a sick fine. ass memento to have. For exactly. Sure. No, we're not giving it back. Dude, we're they, gonna protect they ask, it. We will they protect ask, it. <laughs> if they ask for it back, just bust up a spirit trap and give them that. Be like, yeah, yeah here it is. Go, there you go. Oh, speaking of, <laughs> we got to talk about this. We got to talk about it because it came out in the Facebook group and people want to know. Hmm. Traps buried in the field. Hmm? They're spirit traps. Is that what we're? Is that what we're hearing? <laughs> so that was that- something that I didn't do. There's there's another special effects guy here in town called John Frost. Another amazing. He's 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 the other mechatronics guy here in town. He was okay. just. He was not around. Well, he was. He was busy doing that. That that whole setup that that can occupy a guy full time the entire the entire production just to get right. that up and working properly. Sure. Like, um, so at the risk, you know, I'm going to find out probably after this goes live if I get a phone call from Eric. Um, I'll know that I I should not have said this, but <laughs> yes, they are spirit traps. Okay. That's fine. I mean, that's cool. At where else you can, you need? Well, I'm, I'm guessing there's what 50 traps, 100 traps, whatever it is, buried in a field. Like that makes um, the most sense to me. Yeah, you barely see them. Like cost wise, and like I think there was over 100. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and when it went off and all the traps go and stuff, like everybody's like, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah, well, great. okay, but but imagine you open up all these traps, right? And they say, okay, close it and do that again. Now you have to close them all. You have to yeah. rebury them. You have to make it all look good. And you've got this team of people just running around. Listen, going, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! There's a lot of discussion in the prop community about spirit packs and all that stuff. But um, yeah. the spirit traps are about the right size. They're not far off yeah, yeah. from, from right. you know, a scale a scale trap. So I think that's great. And you know, it worked, and and it it sold the story, and it, it, it yeah, I like it. Um, <laughs> I just imagined like that scene in the beginning when Egon's driving back to the farm, <laughs> like he just passes a spirit Halloween, <laughs> like it's just <laughs> right there. They're gonna want well, the product placement. And the thing is, is, so here's here's something that's kind of funny at the very beginning of the show. Um, it, everybody's looking at all these traps, and all of these things are like you know five seven pound chunks of aluminum with real bearings. Like these things weigh a lot, right? And uh, they're going, okay, so we're going to roll the truck and we're going to have the trap in there. And I'm like, what? And they're like, what do you mean, what? And I'm like, you're going to let a seven pound thing bounce around with a guy in the truck? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, so where are the, where the, uh, the, the sunk traps? And you know, it was a bunch of people where you have like all the adults are looking at each other going, did you order the trap? I didn't order the trap. Order the trap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And I'm like, okay, I've got this. Again, this is, this is Ben's natural get yourself in shit and then you know work like hell to get yourself out of shit. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, we got it. <laughs> then they mm-hmm. left. And I'm like, Oh my God. So 
and and Peter White the, again, one of those miracle workers. He he came in to do a breakdown and stuff like that. And I'm just like, when I go like, we need to make a foam trap. And he's like, okay, I think I can do that. And I'm like, well, you know what experience? And he's like, I just can't. He goes, I, I can do stuff, but I can't tell you how. And I'm like, how long will it take you? And he's mm, two days. And I'm like, fuck off. And he's like, no, no, I'll do it in two days. And I'm like, okay, you know, if you got bravado, I'll go with it. I've, I've got a couple other things up my sleeve, but let's see what you got. So a day later I come in, he's like, I got the trap done. It's out on the bench. So I come out and there's all these traps laid out and I'm like, awesome. Where is it? He's like, well, it's right there. I'm like, what do you mean it's right there? And he's like, he picks one up and he's like, bonk, bonk. I couldn't tell it from the rest of the traps. <laughs> Dang. I'm like, oh my God. That's I'm ready amazing. To the guy. And he's like this, this tall bearded baby face guy that, you know, if you get close to him, he gets awkward. If you give him a hug, I think he would melt. Right. And I just wanted to give him a <laughs> Don't hug. Don't do like, it. Ah, Don't do yeah. it. Dude. I'll build more traps. Just get away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like magic. That's what it's supposed yeah. to be though. That's yeah. So, so then, then we had the rubber trap. And again, you know, there, there's all these sort of, when you get the right teams together and everybody sets everybody like, you know, I can't mold and cast, like I can mold and cast, but I can't do what Peter does in, in right. the speed he does. So it's just having the right people that like, I've got this and right. it, there's, I'm worried that this is going to be, this is the pinnacle of any show I've worked on. I had so much fucking fun. I met so many cool people. I have so many great friends and memories and an amazing movie to watch afterwards that I, I don't, I, I can't think of any show ever being able to top it. And I'm, I'm kind of sad that maybe that was it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the experience of a lifetime and God knows we all hope that you get to do more ghostbusters because you're it's in your blood. And, and uh, like you just said, it's, it's yeah. a team effort and you met amazing people and worked with amazing people. And yeah. uh, listen, I'm sure you've worked on projects where you put the exact same amount of effort and passion into, and then you see the movie and you're like, oh, I don't really want to share that one with everybody. Yeah. So. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, we'd like to know. Yeah, what they were, they were, okay, so it was, no, I'm not going to say that. Dude, later. Um, um, now, what, what do you work, are you working on a show right now? Do you have something next coming up or? Um, you know, I, again, going back to the, the family thing and uh, I did, I've done what, three shows in a row and you, and you burn out. And you start becoming or start not becoming you. You're, you're coming home and you're like this zombie. So uh, the wife and I said, like, okay, let's just take a break. And I'm like, how long? And she's like, well, let's not take any jobs until January. And I thought, you know, I've always wanted to have like a YouTube channel, do something like Adam. Like, you know, I've gone on to Adam's show. I've, I've always like I've been on YouTube since 2006, and I, I do okay. But I'd, I'd I'd like to see if I could turn that into something. Um, sure. that, that, you know, could be part-time. So instead of having to maybe do two shows a year, I could do one or, you know, best oh, yeah. case scenario is, is, you know, I, but these are pipe dreams and, and maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Um, you know, the reality is, is that. Hey, it, dreams come true. You're getting yeah. gift certificates from Bill Murray. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, there's so Your many, trajectory there's, is good. Oh, yeah. dude. I, I was talking to somebody recently about some of the, the phone calls I've had recently for people going, Hey, they wanted my help on stuff. And I, I'll, I'll, you know, let's talk in six months, but I can't fucking believe I just got off the phone with blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, and even my wife's like, you were talking to who? And I'm like, right. <laughs> I, 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 I don't get it um, because it's, it's impossible. Maybe it's imposter syndrome. Maybe. I, I don't know. It, it's just, I feel so fucking lucky lately that it, well, I can't. It's, it's I'll yeah. tell you what it is <clears throat> as we, you know, 
it seems like you've got that gene where you work really hard and you're really passionate and you also like love what you do. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, you secret up, formula, you, you know, usually the guys who just sit in their house and don't do anything and are mad about everything who are looking for inconsistencies <laughs> with props. Are- yeah, yeah. You got the wrong wiring harness. You jerk. You ruined my life. No, I mean, and, and I'll say, by the way, I well deserved, well earned is what I'm saying. I, I understand everybody's passion. And I will say this. I think that uh, the success you're having is, is well earned and well deserved. And we're excited for you. And um, I, I, I want to have more conversations like this. Last thing I got to ask, we're big Dan Aykroyd fans. I know he's in the the last 10 minutes of the movie, but I got to imagine as a producer, he was in and around set a little bit more than that. So he was there the whole time. Do you have any good Dan Aykroyd stories for us? Yeah. Okay. So um, Dan Aykroyd, um, my background, like my schooling is aeronautical engineering. So aircraft design and work on them. Aerodynamics is kind of, I've, I've got some world records with aerodynamic vehicles I've, I've designed and that, that can be a whole entire other thing. But um, so I was talking to him and I, he did a movie called the arrow and the arrow is a jet fighter that was being developed in the you know late fifties, early sixties um, in Canada. And it was, it was something to behold, like nothing could touch this damn thing, but the, the program got shut down uh, by the government and it ended up, it's, it's this big controversy here. And um, so he was in, he helped with the movie and stuff. And I, and he's one of the major characters and stuff. And so I, knowing this and, and you're always looking for like, you know, you want to have a conversation, but you don't want to bore them. You don't want to be the boilerplate. Oh, you make amazing movies. And then right. you can't tell them. I like Blues Brothers. Just staring yeah. at them. <laughs> Do you want two fried chickens and some plain white? <laughs> but but I probably got that line wrong. I almost yeah, at any rate, I like so, it. At any rate, so he did the Avro Arrow. And when I was going to college, um, one of the guys that was teaching drafting worked on the arrow and he has some of the prints that he stole when they were shutting the place down and basically you know shredding everything he grabbed a few prints and he took them and um when you graduated from his class he'd give you a print so i i I said hey you know i've got this print of the arrow and he's he's an aerospace freak and he's like oh my god and he's so we end up down this this whole and i remember you know jason and coming up and dan dan we gotta act dan Dan, <laughs> that happened to him on the runway actually right? like at one point ivan right yeah. was like dan come over here Wrangle <laughs> oh, totally. Dan. yeah and and so but like you know you, you you get into something like that and you have you you find that 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 passionate spark that you can share with somebody and it's it's awesome because you you, know, you can look at your you know some people say never meet your heroes I think you need to choose your heroes well. Uh, Adam, I met my hero, and he's a good friend of mine now. And it's it's so freaking weird to say that. But having those moments where you meet somebody like Dan and and go, hey, you know, I saw you were interested in this. What do you think? And then you'll totally engage having a conversation, and you're like, wow, this is so cool. Right. And they no longer are a hero or an actor or a celebrity. There's somebody that you're talking to and it feels so good that that you know people that you might see up there have time to talk to you you know the lowly peasant but (laughs) (laughs) that's how we always feel now i will say this especially lately The lonely peasant is not your tic tac tic tac tic tac handle tic tac handle 
Ah, boy, we got to get Dan on TikTok. <laughs> um, ben, tell us about your TikTok again. Tell us, tell the people where, you, where they need to go to start getting these Q and A's. Right. So, um, you know, I'm not friend. Okay, so I'm not friending people up on Facebook, and and the re- it's not because I don't like you all. It's just like you know, normally I'd get a friend request a year. Right now, now I'm getting it's... two or three hundred a day, and it, not anymore. But there was this period where I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> it, it, but, yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. So, so TikTok and, and, um, Instagram are like my new TikTok's new Instagram, not so much, but, um, it's, they're both Dreadmaker Roberts. Uh, you might be able to figure out another one of my favorite movies for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, if you go onto YouTube, you can find me, um, with the, the backslash Ben Edie, or just look up Ben Edie and you'll be able to find some of the movie or some of the stuff I've done. Um, and there's like other ways you can find me. If you can't find my videos, look up foam chain mail. That's another thing that I've developed and it's a product and it's, it's kind of whizzy, but it, another talk for another day. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, ben, we, we appreciate, good. let me say, let me tell you this. We appreciate the insight. We appreciate uh, you hanging out with us and giving us your time. Yeah, we dude. appreciate you brokering the deal between us and the Kims to, to bring Logan on YHS, by the way, his parents are the nicest people. Oh, they are. The aren't they? They're, they're great. You know, they, yeah. they, his mom was always there and his dad would show up once in a while, but like you'd see them on set and you'd be like, Hey, and there's always this big smile. And how's your day? You know, yeah. it, you, you can't, you can't get better than that. No, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're, they're from the South. They're from Texas. That's like our yeah. Canada or something. I don't know. They're, they're, nice. <laughs> they're good people. Yeah. They're good. They're, no good, they're good folks. Yeah. Um, yes. And yeah, we and just in more than anything, thank you for sharing all this, yes. uh, you know, insider knowledge. Yeah. I think, I think our listeners are going to get a lot out of this. And then yes. as you continue to do more projects, we'll, we'll do this again and we'll talk about what you got going on. And I, I've got a feeling you got some cool stuff coming up. Yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, again, don't 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 count your chickens before they're hatched. And, and at the same time, um, you know, at the very beginning, I was saying is like a pressure cooker and letting you vent. This mm-hmm. this is this is medicinal for me because <laughs> finally, finally, <laughs> yeah. finally tell people stuff and, let the and river my wife flow. Is like, please don't tell me that same fucking story. <laughs> again. You know, oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, we, we were please so. We were so fortunate to get to see that early screening of Afterlife at New York Comic Con, yeah. which was about a month or five weeks before the movie came out. And I almost jumped off a bridge not being able to talk about like we literally yeah, we kind of stopped podcasting. I was like, I don't know what to do. We're gonna yeah. give away the movie. The picture of you guys coming out, as much as I hate loving you know, bloodshot eyes that are all watery. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw that picture, I'm like, nailed it. They fucking got it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> it was uh Dude, it was mind awesome. blowing. But I mean, more than anything, I just love this is a major franchise. This is a this, you know, and they there's there's more to come hopefully. And yeah. this is a big deal. It's the number one movie in the world, but it just feels like a family and it feels like just really it did. It doesn't feel. What I love about this movie, it does not feel like a movie by committee. It didn't feel like twenty writers right. ideas. This is one one Jason and Gill's vision. Yeah. Vision. Oh my god! It doesn't feel and, like a product. Oh good. Yeah. yeah. And yes. I, and that's what and, and I think that's why so many Practical. people love it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yes. Um. 
Well, yeah, ben, thank you. You're an inspiration, dude. I just wanted to say that. I, uh, yeah. you know, okay. yeah, for real. I yes, worked ben, very I'm briefly. Not, I don't. I don't want to be that that humble brag guy and stuff. And I don't like it, this. Just this whole that. people actually looking at me and talking to me is weird. Embrace. Embrace. I appreciate it, but at the same time, I'm I'm like this awkward turtle going, okay. Uh, <laughs> if all, you weren't, then you us. wouldn't be hanging yeah. with everyone. Like that's yeah, no, that's we're good. Fair enough. Well, I always round table it. Jacob, do you have any final thoughts before we let Ben go? Yeah, p- uh, put me on the list for one of those traps, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the list. Yes. The waiting I, list. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll get a petition that everybody has to sign that we have to send to Sony to let Ben make the traps. No kidding. <laughs> please, please don't do that. Because I think ha- I'll, Hasbro I'll be, might have a issue. Oh, I've already emailed. Oh, totally. Him. No, but at the same time, also understand that I can build one, two, maybe five of something. And I'm the kind of guy who can get something, build a few and love it. And if you tell me to make a hundred, that that's like stabbing a knife from my back. I can't do the same thing over and over again. Please. <laughs> no. yes. Do you have, do you have any concept of how many There's only three screws three. are in a trap? Jake, okay. you're going to get a bag you of broken RTV parts. It's over 80 screws Oh my God, I would trap. die. <laughs> Dude. You spend, you could spend literally a day going, oh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, Ben. Instead <laughs> of me one, just send me one caution strike. Yeah, yeah. Instead, yeah. Of, instead of rebuilding the RTV trap, you should just divide it into a thousand parts and sell them for a hundred bucks a piece. People buy uh, it. Uh, yeah, That's but great. then then I'm selling stolen property and Ben's in jail. Well, going, well, yeah. We'll talk after great. it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk jail within a jail. Off air. A jail within a jail. Yeah. Abby, any final thoughts? Yeah. On a on a personal note, I was gonna say that um, I hope you. I'm not gonna ask you for anything. Uh, I think that you're an incredibly inspiring person. And as somebody who worked very briefly, thanks Jake for the position. I worked as a production assistant and I just feel like you have so much authenticity and like wisdom that you've even shared in this period of time. Um, I wish I I feel like you could teach a masterclass. No, 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 no. I want the recording because I want, Oh, you do. I want want a female saying you have wisdom so I could play that to my wife. (laughs) (laughs) There there goes Ben with all his wisdom. wisdom. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I think you're awesome. And you know, as much as, as much as I, I hack my wife, my God, there's no way I'd be in the same spot I am now without her support because like, Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand how ADHD I am and, and the level of OCD that it requires to keep me you know, in the house alone is insane. Right. Oh. So I, I, we're getting I, into it now. Yeah, without going Dude. too deep, that's really Craig and I set up right there. I can be yeah. like totally vibe yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Except for, I don't have a broken RTV trap or wisdom. Well, listen, Ben, we'll, we'll catch up soon. Uh, and we will make sure that everybody uh, knows about uh, where to find you and um, you doing the Q and A's and, and giving out the information. But I think they're going to get a lot out of this interview. I think we covered yeah, a lot wisdom. Of for sure. Sure. I, I, I hope so. And I also hope I don't get in trouble. You know, if I'm, no, I'm calling you going, you got dude, anything? Dude, we'll back you up. Do we, we'll pitch your, we'll, we'll, we'll blur out your face, pitch the voice <laughs> down and we'll, we'll <laughs> just put it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who is that? Ren. It's Ken. Ken, Ken Leedy. <laughs> Kennedy <laughs> from, from Dust Town, not Rust City. It's Dust Town. Oh my God. Mm. Okay, mm. sure. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll workshop that one. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.